Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad. Because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe, and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. That's chime.com slash goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA, members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. Welcome to the China Shop. Step on in. The doors are open. We got a Black Friday sale. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. How are you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing okay. My uh, audio recording stuff is really throwing me off today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tech issues are the best. Oh, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, well, we didn't have it yet. We have it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, are you going to have a good Thanksgiving? I, I assume so. <laughs> oh, I was I was tickled that uh, I, I had a Cornish game hen and so did your dad. You sent me the picture of it. I was like, God damn, that thing's smaller than your potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it was. But it looks massive in the picture. What's really funny is those plates that he had. We've had those since I was, I remember those when I was like four or five. He's had those things forever. Wow. Uh, well, this this was the first year I tried the Cornish game hen, mm-hmm. uh, but I really I really liked it because it was like uh, perfect size. Like it didn't have. I know a lot of people love the Thanksgiving leftovers, but I was eating like turkey for a month and a half last year. So this time I was like, Ben, <laughs> let's just let's just. She she brought the Cornish game hens. So I was like, yeah, let's just do that. That's yeah. gonna be that's gonna do it. So anyway, my wife loves it because she gets to eat her turkey sandwiches. But I mean, she's about the only person in the house I think that really likes turkey. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm happy with the stuffing oh, and mashed potatoes. Oh, stuffing's my favorite. Ah, oh, stuffing's so good. Yeah, I'll cook up stuffing and not even put it in a bird and just eat stuffing. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, come on into the shop with us today. Sit back, relax, hedge against the rage machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way around, trying to find strategies to grow those gains and cut those losses. If you're new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge center and resource center ah, or financialineptitude.com. <laughs> or you can give uh, one of our beginning trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links in the episode description. But the best place we like to be and hang out is on our Discord server. You're very encouraged to join there. Kai and I get on there just about every day. Uh, it's a really awesome place to be. It's growing, more people interacting, uh, the more the merrier. Uh, just really being a, coming on a better and better place every day. Also, if you're already on the Discord, I do want to let you know, uh, yes, posting in the uh, the trade ideas is encouraged for everybody. That's not just for us. Yes. Like, we love seeing your guys' ideas too. Oh, absolutely. I get some good ones on there. <laughs> Somebody asked if it was okay to post on there. I was like, yeah, please, absolutely. I figured maybe we should make that clear. This is our everyone's community. Yeah, I think the only one people can't post on is the Kyle and Dan's trade channel. Yeah. that That's just for us. Uh, everything else, post, post, post away. Please do. When you do join that server or if you're on there and, and you missed it for some reason, uh, go ahead and send us a private message with your home mailing address and we can send you some smash it yourself mugs uh shot glasses i guess it's hard to smash a beer koozie but uh you can tr- we'll try <laughs> kind of protects your smashable wear i guess 
There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the new mug showed up today too. Oh, we do. We got the new the new mugs. Yeah, oh. they look good. It's great. <laughs> they look really good. This is great. This is great. Kyle, we uh we got any any show news to go with those new mugs? Um, I mean nothing really new. Um, your friend Caleb, the crypto guy, I think uh, got cold feet and canceled on us, or never actually scheduled. So yeah, I think next week we're planning on just doing uh, you and me, kind of just talking about what we've learned over the last year. Is that what we're decided on? Yes. Yeah, I think it's it's a. Uh, I think that's kind of high time we did something like that, right? The the retrospective. Yeah, like what were we looking at a year ago and what are we looking at now? How like the biggest lessons we've learned along our journey. Yeah, that should be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I I I'm I'm a the more we've talked about it the more I start to be like, okay, you know that that's actually going to be good good for us to to have that retrospective. It's it's like, you know, just checking in, taking the pulse, trying to do you know, the big picture where we're at big picture. Mm-hmm. I've kept notes from every episode that we've done too, so I can go back and look at all those if you really want to see like even just what we we're talking about, like it seems like I, just even our like perspective and interpretation of events has has changed significantly too. Oh, oh, all right. Well, now I'm even doubly interested. <laughs> well, folks, we have just got a nifty, nimble, nutritious episode for you today. Lots of market moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and more options than a covid virus <laughs> in a crowded city oh my god <laughs> god no it's not too soon this <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 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 i thought you might like that one yeah. uh, reach out to us folks we, we do love your messages and comments on twitter facebook on discord have all those links in the episode description. If you're old school, you can send us an email at the number two bulls at financialneptude.com or you're really old school, send a phone call, 725-22-BULLS. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made or maybe your family has been asked to mine spice on the desert planet and you just arrived and everybody died from espionage. Uh, it doesn't matter. We just love it when you reach out. Nice. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> it's like, can I actually do, can I actually tell this story in like two sentences? Holy I shit. don't know. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's about the gist of it. There, Dan, you just saved everyone four hours. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Spoilers, come on. Ooh, all all right. right. Well, let's. Yeah. Uh, I think I get to go first. You get to go first. I wish it was under better conditions, but uh, I'll take it. Yeah, I know, right? Well, I mean, I had the right idea. I had Capital One, I was shorting it. You did. It opened the week at 153.37 and ended the week at 149.16. But in be- Sounds like you did great. In between there, I hit my stop loss at uh, 155.50 before that. So Right before reversing. Yeah. Well, it was oh, basically, yeah. it was Friday's dump that really saved everything. I guess if you want to call it that way, the rest of my portfolio got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it was still above your stop kind of a mixed bag kind of a mixed bag yeah it made my bet no. pick look good but it made everything else look like shit uh so yeah my total is at 594.13 it was 602.50 you know just picking stocks for the month almost 20 percent is a really incredible month by the way uh, just, all uh, of that was on one and that was all because of uh an oversight on not putting a stop loss. <laughs> <laughs> so, so still a mixed bag overall. Oh, are, are you saying there's no bet consequence? Oh no, there's going to be consequences. Unless you want to take one from random. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I didn't think so. I was, I was INTSM. I was, I was hoping, I hoping, uh, yeah, I wanted to see the breakout continue. Uh, and it did not. It did the exact range that we were talking about. So it opened at 153.50. Uh, and I, yeah, I'd like to remind everyone, Kyle's right. I should have just been short from the get-go. We, and we had to talk you into that one, too. I think you wanted NNDM initially, which actually might not have worked out too bad. I think that finished about five bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, sorry. They didn't do too bad. I mean, to derail yeah. you there. Oh, yeah, no. Give me a second. <laughs> pull that chart up. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have done like we said and buy it on uh, Wednesday, I think, or right before their earnings came out, I think you would have done pretty well. They had some pretty, pretty good earnings. 
Yeah, I would have bought it at $4.60 and it, it got as high as $5.30. Yeah, well, thanks for talking me out of that one. Nah. Son well. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I, I tried to go long. Um, my stop was at one on TSM, Taiwan Semiconductor. My stop was at 121.50, uh, at which point I flipped sentiment. So it opened the, the week at, uh, what was it? I just had it here right in front of me. 123.50, opened at 123.50, hit my stop at 121.50, and then I flipped short. It closed the week at $117.09. So for uh, my only profit of the month. Oh, yeah. Took my uh, bet total from $444.42 up to $453.09. So it happens. All right. Well, at least I can pick a winner for you. <laughs> I can't do it for myself. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Oh, random. Random was user submitted. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs opened the week at two two or twenty two twenty eight. Closed at twenty one eighty four. Taking random down to four seventy eight from four eighty seven sixty three. But since this is our first user submitted one, I think we let this one run another week. Give him a chance to give him a chance on this one. Let him let him finish the month with it. Yeah. It. It was actually doing fine. Yeah, until until Friday when everything else tanked. To the the Friday gap down for sure. Yeah. So yeah, we agreed we'll let that one let that one roll. Let it roll. Alright. Well then we'll have new stocks at the end of the episode. That's my line, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. We will have those at the end of the episode. But for now, let's talk about some news. Where we all know we're listening today The sharpest person with the week to replay So sit back, we got some market affairs Get some stories for the bulls and the bears Clowns running companies Laws change overnight, here we are It's time for China Shop News Yeah now, it's time for China Shop News Well Dan, I think there's only really one story to talk about uh, the new COVID variant that tanked all the markets today, uh, Friday? Yeah. Well, okay, so there's one in <laughs> South Africa. I saw another thing pop up, though, that said that there's two more. There's one in, uh, I think there's one in, like, Europe and another one somewhere else. So there's, like, three new variants. Oh, my goodness. I think the South Africa one is the more more concerning one, though. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, Belgium had a had a variant. Belgium, that was it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the market did so, not much care for that 900-point drop today. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, big one. <laughs> Did you catch up any good future shorts? Uh, I was on Sim on Friday. Um, after hearing George caution everybody against trading on Thursday or Friday, I decided I'd just, uh, I'd just go uh, uh, Sim it. Just Sim it. And I did actually catch a okay. really nice long on the open Oh, that I got to put in my Hall of Fame trade book. I figured even though it's a Sim trade, it still was beautiful. A catch is a catch. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so I got a little piece of that. And then I proceeded to short the shit out of everything <laughs> uh and and that's the appeal i know this is the new segment but that's the appeal of, of being a trader than rather than an investor to me personally is yeah oh the market is going down because of this bad news well there's still an opportunity to make money if you're a trader yeah if you're trading you just want you want movement you don't want you don't want uh consolidation or chop or just going sideways you want it to go up you want it to go down you don't care which you're just riding along yeah so so it seems like uh this variant has really spooked the the world i mean when i was looking at news articles it was like you could almost timestamp it was like asian markets sliding on COVID variant news european markets sliding on COVID variant news u.s market sliding well, if you remember, we were talking. We were talking last week about um, lockdowns starting to pop up in Europe again. Uh huh. So throwing this yes. on there on top of it, and then you talk about coming into a weekend on top of that. Uh, now that's just more. I mean, anybody who's got shitloads of money and tied up in the market is going to do something to hedge it over the uncertainty of a, a weekend, right? Mm hmm. So I think that's what a lot of what we saw was was just hedging. Because, yeah, the, there's new variants popping up. There's more lockdowns possibly coming. Like, people are just protecting their protecting their investments right now. So, I guess it'll be interesting yeah. to see what this weekend holds. I think Germany tried to initiate some lockdowns, but was uh, I think they were voted down. So, somebody at least, uh, 
uh, said no thank you yeah we'll see see if see if that changes yeah uh the the cboe volatility index often referred to as wall street's fear gauge uh rose to its highest level in two months as uh treasury notes fell oil fell crypto fell yeah crypto really fell uh i well the only things that were going up today were uh Pe- like uh, Peloton. health company, medical companies. <laughs> Peloton. Oh, Peloton's up five and a half percent on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not not much. Not much moving. But I, I did see some some healthcare stocks that were like, oh, the pandemic's continuing. Well, they're going to sell more Pfizer vaccine. That's a good point, huh? Although the I think part of the problem with this variant in South Africa is that what was the word they used? Like vaccine. Like the vaccine is like pretty much worthless. Vaccine resistant. Yeah. Also, they named it Omicron. Oh, the Om- Omicron. Are we that? It's already through the Greek alphabet to Omicron. <laughs> well, I was just thinking of Futurama. Aren't the Omicron Omicronians oh. <laughs> uh, a pretty pretty Om- Omicronians? Omicronians. Yeah, they're they're pretty pretty nasty. Yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, uh, Zoom video and Peloton went up, but those are go those are lockdown companies, right? Yep. Pfizer gapped up. If you open, yeah, everything gapped down today, uh, except for things like Moderna and Pfizer. I guess Moderna was up 20%. Oh, wow. Today. So just crazy day for some of the pharmaceuticals. Hmm. Uh, Roku was oh. up. Hot sacks look like they might have done okay. <laughs> Not much uh, else. <laughs> <laughs> Not much else. Did you, uh, did you have any other stories that didn't have to do with the the shocking events of the of the market today? No, not really. I, to be honest, I wasn't really thinking much about the markets after Wednesday. Donnie, you got something about stimulus, though, right? I did. I did. There's uh, talks of a fourth stimulus check. Okay. Uh, I saw on CB, CBS News. Um, there's a push for a fourth stimulus check. I mean, if we're going to have inflation, we might as well just, you know, really have it. Just really have it? Like, yeah. dig in? <laughs> <laughs> So, so they, they, they say a fourth round that would effectively send recurring payments. So they don't want to call it universal basic in- income. They want to call it stimulus because it's easier to swallow for people, I suppose. Okay. But uh, the reason I pulled this story up and then shared it on Discord and I wanted to talk about it was if we've got new variants that don't work against this vaccine, before that news even hit us, it may have already hit Austria, and that's why we were talking about it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we seem to be back in the same boat we were in a year ago. It feels exactly the same. So why wouldn't they just start printing money again and handing it out? Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently it didn't work the first time. Well, it, it did it did work, but kind of. we didn't actually lock down long enough as a world to, to actually stop the virus. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't want to get too much into that. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying as that's a fact. I'm saying that's the way governments are behaving. Right, right. If they're if they're locking down again, it's because it wasn't cured, right? Right. Uh, would be the only way they could make that work in their own thinking without me personally making a stand. So um, where what are they what are they proposing to do then? As I I'm trying I'm having a hard time finding it in this article. They want where was it? It was toward towards the towards the end or towards the middle. The people have passed a petition and they've got maybe like twenty Democratic senators behind it to to set up uh, two thousand dollar recurring payments until the end of the the pandemic. Oh, ooh, for who though? Who's eligible? I would assume uh everybody in a a certain tax bracket or lower would it be the same ones as the previous that's a shitload of money it really is that's kind of (laughs) scary isn't that like when like a a democracy like typically fails is once like the majority realizes that they can just vote for whatever they want (laughs) (laughs) that was that was definitely the arguments against democracy in ancient greece when they were debating the different government styles uh okay (laughs) But, uh, you know, I also think, uh, I don't know, bringing up Rome, I feel like it's too political. I love to talk about Rome. (laughs) I love Rome, too. The free grain stuff and what it did to their system. But I just don't think it's necessarily like people being greedy for wanting the stimulus. I think it's trying to adapt to uh, the current conditions. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, on the one hand, I understand it. Yeah, because 
if you're going to shut everything down, then like, you know, people's livelihoods are getting put, you know, taken away from them. So we got to do something for them if you're going to say they can't go to work. But on the other hand, like just printing shitloads of money has gotten us into a position now where I'm not super excited for what, you know, the next year or two holds. It's going to be hell, right? If what we saw this year on just three stimulus checks, if they started giving one a month, that's mm-hmm. a snowball avalanche you can't get out from under. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you're getting the stimulus from printing money, you'd have to get that money from some, somewhere else. But that's, a, that's another discussion uh, that we probably don't want to open that can of worms. Well, they did say that they were looking at uh, maybe increasing the capital or that, uh, the corporate tax rate. Yes, 7%. If you keep reading, it says, yeah, they're, they're hoping to boost it by raising it from 21 to 28%. But Biden's been wanting to do that to pay for his infrastructure bill. Right. So I'm not sure if that's going to be able to cover. You can't spend that money three times. <laughs> well, we just we got to go back to 1950s levels of taxation. That'll solve it. Let me go back to before there's property taxes and income taxes. Let the government run on donations again. Yeah, yeah, back to the Articles of Confederation, man. <laughs> oh, that was great. Pre-World War One, wasn't it? <laughs> that was before the fucking Constitution. Income man. taxes haven't been around that like that. There was no income tax before World War One. Oh no, no, I was I was actually talking about like the original government we formed before oh. the Constitution, <laughs> right? Government run on donations, like that's what it was. The federal government was like, this, we'll just ask the states for money and they'll they'll pay us, but it didn't work. <laughs> They're like, hey, can we get some of that money? And the state was like, no, it's our money. Yeah, now the states are like, hey, can we have some money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> the now. People are, the people in our state are asking for it. <laughs> right, yeah, we flip, flipped it on them. Ha, flipped the script. <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right, let's get out of this landmine. How about a fun Elon Musk story? We haven't had one of those in a while. Okay. You, you, you've got one? I think you had one, didn't you? Or am I going to just pretend like it's mine? I, I did have one, but... I- <laughs> It sounded like like you, you want to talk about it. Um, but yeah, I can introduce the story. Go ahead. Uh, Tesla, Tesla has pulled their application for more than a billion euros in subsidies to build their battery plant in Germany. Okay. Now, what's uh, interesting about this is the tweet that Musk had that went with it, right? Mm-hmm. When, in which he tweeted that, the, uh, that Tesla is historically opposed to all subsidies. I quote, it has always been Tesla's view that all subsidies should be eliminated, end okay. quote. Okay. So, if you've always been against subsidies, how'd you get approved for it? <laughs> right. <laughs> who, who filed for that subsidy? <laughs> Did they file for a subsidy in order to just say like, ha, no, we don't want your stupid subsidy. Well, maybe his competitor did it to make him look bad. Look here, <laughs> spend all this time and money, get that subsidy. It's <laughs> <laughs> an evil genius. <laughs> I shouldn't have ended that quote. He did go on to say that ending subsidies has to include massive subsidies for oil and gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, governments don't want to do that. So I actually think it's a brilliant move on Musk's part. Okay, how do you figure? If he can create... Okay, because first of all, we know people listen to his Twitter feed. We're talking about it, right? No. I don't even follow him on Twitter, and I, I, I get Musk communications, right, <laughs> in my news stories. Uh, uh, if he can create a movement to inflate the price of Dogecoin, he can create a movement to get people against subsidies for oil and gas. And what's that going to do to oil and gas companies? It's going to tank them. Hmm. And who's going to do really good? If oil and gas is 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 yesterday's stuff, Elon Musk. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about the energy side of it, we still need plastic. Oh, oh, for sure, for sure. But uh, the oil and gas industries that help us drive our car. Yeah, yeah. That's if they. I really think if they we ended subsidies, it, the whole industry. I mean, that's you want to talk about stimulus checks, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, how many, how much, uh, I mean, because the U.S. is not really a place that does a whole lot of subsidies. Like, that's more a European thing. And I th- think see. a lot of the reasons for, like, some of the subsidies that the EU does is in order to get their workers such better conditions, like 40-hour work weeks, like a month off and paid time off, uh, like six weeks of, you know, FMLA if you have a kid, even as a husband. Like all those benefits that they get, I think have a lot to do with the subsidies that they give the companies. Okay, he he may he may be thinking specifically about Europe. I guess the, the U.S. I think is about twenty billion dollars in uh, oil and gas subsidies a year. Mm-hmm. 
Is that state uh, or federal? One fourteen point seven billion federal and uh, five point eight billion state level, hmm. according to Generation One Eighty dot org. Interesting. And what's the EU at? Thanks, Google. Um, I don't see the the EU on on the list. Just googling it real quick. Uh, China's at thirty billion. Saudi Arabia's twenty eight billion. India's twenty two billion. Russia's twenty four. So we seem we seem to be on the low end. Yeah. But part of the problem is that like some of those subsidies are just to ensure that there's production at home. Like if we didn't make our yeah, own gas, that would be very, very bad. If like, you know, war with China did happen. It's, that's very true. It's very true. Um, and we wouldn't have things like our, our oil reserves to release. Right. To help when OPEC is, is bullying around. <laughs> yeah. That happened too, didn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. That just happened. <laughs> I yep. should. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, God, this fucking episode feels like it's so scatterbrained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're welcome, folks. You're welcome. I know, right? Okay. Well, uh, let's wrap this up and let's move on from the news. <laughs> Talk about something we like talking about. Yes. Uh, you know what? Something I like talking about, Kyle, is where to put all my tasty, tasty gains. Like, where do I put those tasty gains once I make them? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I haven't made any. <laughs> I haven't made any. Well, I'll tell you where I'd like to put them, and that's real estate. Woo! Sue Pullen. <laughs> Some loans are just a big mistake And up over your head Drowning in those rates and fees Someone left unsaid Sue's the right kind of lender To find the thing that fits your needs Cause you know that she was born to be She's a home maker, dream banker Dead saver, won't you call her up and see She's a home maker, dream banker Dead saver, won't you call her up, go, go, go Speaking of real estate, I happen to know a wonderful, wonderful uh, equal housing lender that you can you can get attached to through Sue Pullen. Uh, in fact, Two Bulls in a China Shop is brought to you by Sue Pullen at Fairway Independent Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. Uh, Sue is, is a certified mortgage advisor, and she just does such a great job of helping people uh, purchase, refinance, even do reverse mortgages. Uh, she'll find the right product for you. She has a real good job of assessing what you personally need right now and, and hooking you up with that product. She's got over 20 years experience doing it, licensed 27 states. And if, if she's not licensed, she'll, she knows who is. Uh, so reach out, see what Sue can do for you. Best way to reach her is to just give her a call, 520-977-7904. Or you can type her an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com, S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number, 2289. Sue Pullen has an MLS number, 206048. That email again is spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number, 520-977-7904. And Two Bulls in a China Shop is also a proud affiliate of the Trade Pro Academy. Woo! Trade Pro Academy is an educational platform that offers institutional trader development programs to new and experienced users. Uh, what I always want to say, experienced users, it's independent traders. Basically, if you want to learn how to trade like a big institution, Trade Pro is where you go. You've got a great staff of highly knowledgeable, successful traders. No better place than we found to learn everything you need to be a successful trader. And we're almost successful ourselves, so we would know. Yes. You can find them online <laughs> at tradeproacademy.com or you can use the affiliate link in the episode description. Join our Discord. You have access to a discount code. And it's interesting, I, I hesitate to bring this up because I don't know if George forgot that he gave us that discount link, but I heard him talking about uh, on one of his calls, he said he would never discount his product because he doesn't think that anybody else should have to pay less than like, you know, the first people who ever like, you know, jumped in and bought it. Oh. So the fact that we somehow got that... Uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty special. Yes. That's so, just for you, just for being in the shop. Yeah, so take advantage of that if you uh before he realizes what he's done. <laughs> yes. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> ha, George, gotcha. I almost typed out liar in his chat. I'm like, ha, no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. I didn't know. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> let somebody take advantage of it first before we do that. We, yeah, we, we do great. We, we've had it for three weeks. And you're like, well, we lost that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> 
Kyle was a dick. <laughs> Kyle had to be right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, let's move on to some stocks. Just put those stock tickers on the list. Go through the charts so nothing gets missed. Today's trades, they could all turn to gold. I'm playing stocks till I'm out. All right. Well, the only real story I've got that, that popped up that I thought was interesting was uh, about Rivian. Uh, if you recall that one recently uh, uh, IPO'd, uh, that was the one that Amazon had a huge piece of. Ford actually owns a large piece of it too, which was interesting. I didn't realize that. I think Ford holds about 12% of the outstanding shares. But Ford and Rivian were supposed to operate a joint project. Uh, And then uh, last week, I think it came out late Friday. This came out like right after we recorded last week's episode. They uh, basically said that uh, their plans have changed. We don't need to to develop anything together anymore. So Rivian has not been doing too well since that happened. Ford has just kind of been stagnant. Keeps falling below that twenty dollar level. Uh, pull it forward up again. Would you say quick. it's consolidating? Yeah, it's consolidating at a top too, which is really interesting. But this is looking very topish to me. Yeah, well, it's going from nineteen to twenty and a half. Yeah, and I got nineteen as my level to watch for it to fall below and see if maybe we get a drop down to that gap below sixteen fifty. Right. A big gap up was during for, earnings. Look for fifteen fifty to hold support and get back on board for a long. Yeah, maybe even a little lower than that. Oh yeah, fourteen. Well, you got sixteen fifty where the first support should start, and then fill that gap at fifteen fifty. Yeah, then you got fourteen. Yep, I got the same levels. Of course, it could all be wrong. It could just shoot up and uh, make all new all time highs too. So keep an eye on twenty eighty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, don't let your bias gonna, uh, lock you into one way or the other. Let it. Let the let the movement tell you what it wants to do. If it falls below nineteen, watch for it to to keep dropping. If it decides to to keep shooting up, then uh, yeah, watch for it to break that twenty dollars and eighty cents, and then maybe jump on board when it retests it. Writing these down, I did look at Rivian a little bit, but Rivian's got uh, I mean it's been trading since the tenth. We talked a little bit about this when we looked at DWAC. I'm not trading anything that has so little history. There's just not enough. Yeah. There's not enough for, you know, technicals to really mean anything yet at this point. I don't have any moving averages. Right. On the daily. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there hasn't been, you know, has there even been 20 days worth yet? Nope. <laughs> uh, I do. I can look at the hourly and get some, yeah. some moving averages on there and it does not look good. It broke 120 and, and retested 120. So, yeah, I would stay. I would stay away <laughs> from that for a little bit. Let's, uh, let's let it. You know, yeah. figure out where it wants to be and then try to make some decisions on it. Let it find its market, its fair market price, right? There you go. Uh, you had one too. What was your stalker? I had two that I wanted to talk about. You had a story for one. What was your... Oh, oh, uh, did he? Yeah, let's talk about that one. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the Chinese company that also just kind of started, it, it hit the, uh, what is it, on the, the NYSE back in at the end of june uh so yeah. it's just it's just got uh you know it's it's moving averages all all just fine um <laughs> but the the reason the, the news article that i had and the reason uh uh we we bring it up is the shares were down well actually they they finished uh up today post market didn't they yeah well i mean it's still gapped down but <laughs> i mean i guess you can consider gapped that down. an update uh the uh, uh well, the reason that it, it, it was brought up, Chinese regulators themselves, the Chinese government has asked Diddy to come up with a plan to delist from the New York Stock Exchange. Really? So right. they've actually had uh, the government tell them to get off the U.S. Stock Exchange. Huh. Does this have to do with the, the reporting requirements? Uh, uh, yes, because uh, they're, they're concerned about leakage of sensitive, sensitive data, uh, which to me means... When we say you have to report all these numbers, they're like, that's sensitive data. You don't get that. That's our data. How's that sensitive data to know how much money they make? (laughs) Well, I guess when you're in the Chinese autocratic version of capitalism, those are important secrets. I guess. (laughs) Only, Only the Chinese government gets to know. Maybe it has to do with like their user base. They don't want anyone to know how many people they're spying on in other countries. Yeah, we're collecting data from everybody in... 
<laughs> South Korea and Japan. And, <laughs> and we said, oh, the right, the profits they make selling that data to North Korea or anybody else. Right. They want those hidden. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Just collecting data on foreign citizens is, uh, I mean, that might be something that people frown upon too. I mean, isn't that what got uh, highways phones like, you know, kicked out of the country? Mm, yeah. But, you know, looking at their stock chart, they are ranging. We got a $10 top and uh, about $7 bottom. Yeah. Uh, it opened, it, it IPO'd at $15.50. So it, it had a bear move down. And then it looks like we've had a multiple bottom here. So, I mean, they might want to delist, but but goddamn. Is it something you're considering? No, I'm just looking at the chart. I just pulled it up because we were talking about it. And I was like, man, if they weren't delisting, I would I would have my eye on this stock. Yeah, because you've got the, I mean, the green days are, you know, rising volume. The down days are lower volume. That's got everything you want to see that's pointing towards It looks towards so tasty. A, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't a Chinese company, yeah, I'd probably be right there with you. Being told how to delist. Yeah. <laughs> that they need to delist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didi, oh, what what uh, what stocks you got to look at this week? All right, so the stocks I'm watching because I, got... I have I have one more, but I want to do it after you do a stock. I don't want to just be talking the whole time. Yeah, but I got I got two. I got Bristol Myers Squib. Uh, I had this one before when I was waiting for it to break out of its like 68 uh, level when it was on like a really nice ascending triangle pattern. It finally did that, but it didn't really break out much. I think it topped out at like 69, 80, and then just proceeded to dump. But it was, uh, when I pulled it up, I was looking at it, uh, I think yesterday, yesterday or Wednesday, <laughs> excuse me, it was banging against the 56.75 level that I had drawn out. That was a really strong support level. And it looks like Friday, it finally dipped below that. So I was watching this to see if it was going to make a, a continued fall, maybe to 54, maybe even lower, you know, to 50 or lower than that even. Um, it looks like it might've just started that move. But it's poked below that a few different times. So I'm going to keep a closer watch on this and see just which way the volume is coming in. Because uh, this one looks like it might be starting to dump. Yeah, it looks like the fight, like just looking at the volume candles, like the fight is happening. Yeah, the volume is increasing as it's dropping. Yeah, exactly. But it's on the down mm-hmm. downside. Yeah, I I love the break and retest of 56.50, like right where, <laughs> right, right where it is right now. <laughs> right where it is right now as we record this episode yeah so yeah i don't know i don't know i'm gonna pick up some puts on this one uh the other one that i was watching i mean you had one that was on my list i'll let you talk about it but uh uh, this one i actually bought some calls on today so you had one on my list yeah well i said it first (laughs) uh yeah no it's definitely your stock you talk about it all the time (laughs) uh general electric I was watching this one, obviously. Uh, we talked about it uh, more than a month ago, and we were looking for it to break uh, 107 when it did and tag that 115, and then came back down, and it broke below 100 today. I actually picked up some calls about the middle of the day. Uh, some, I think there were $100 calls uh, expiring in January. Um, because if you look, you see that there's been four times this since March, roughly. Yeah, March that it's poked below that and it's immediately rebounded back up, you know, towards and ran yeah. back up to that 107. So I wanted to just see if that continues, especially since we left that big giant gap behind. Mm, yeah. I'm, um, I'm looking at the weekly candle though. and I, I, I It might be ready to, this might be the run. To, might be ready to dump. Yeah. To yeah. fall. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to watch it either way. Well, the volume is decreasing on the way down on the weekly. That's true. That is so true. So that's another good sign. Uh, yeah, I figured it was worth the shot, though. I mean, uh, I know pretty quick if that move's not going to work. And that's, you know, if that falls below, you know, the rest of those points. You know, anything below like 94, I'm, you know, I'm out of there. Cut and run. Yeah. In fact, if, if I'm watching GE and it breaks below 96 and then retests it as new resistance, then I might pick up some puts. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but Actually, right yeah yes yes yeah especially because the, the okay wow the daily back at the beginning of november like it just kept gapping up and falling mm-hmm. that's a weird pattern right anyway yeah ge let's 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 see it break and retest that 96 dollar well if you look it was starting to bottom out at at 98 already 98 99 and then you had the sell-off right 
that happened today that caused it to gap down even more. So I think that people were already trying to get into it. Yeah, but the, the yeah the sell off was around the board. For but the sell yeah the sell off was I think hedging reasons. I think uh, I'm just basically taking a bet that not everything is going to shut down again. I think everyone's sick of that. And with Germany basically vetoing that, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm basing that decision on. Uh, it could be wrong, but that's why it's you know small risk. Mm. That's all I got. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, the, the last one I want to talk about real quick, uh, was Disney. Yes. Disney gapped down and then ended higher, but I mean, it's gapped down with everything else. Right. It just can't seem to find support. Yep. We, we, uh, was looking for 153 down to maybe one, 151 to hold Mm -hmm. and it did not, we're not there. So like the next level of support is like one one forty five, one forty six, mm-hmm. and it's at one forty seven eighty three. Like like, so we're about to <laughs> break through the next floor below, right? Yeah, or or see if it holds. Uh, I'm anxious, 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 and eager. Like I'm watching. Uh, this was bad earnings. You expect bad earnings to to dry up, right? And and eventually the money start coming back in. But I think. I think this thing, like the next big support, you zoom out. I think it's where that gap is about to get filled. The the one from last year, November. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, we just filled a gap, and then we've got another one down here at 130. It, it the gap bottom of it's at 128, tops at 134. So if if that 143 area doesn't hold as support, oof, look out, look out below. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's another thing too. If you look at the volume on this, if you look at the volume pre earnings and post earnings, like it's almost double the volume as it's been mm-hmm. falling. So I mean, yeah, the sell off is is real on this one. Oh yeah, it's been identified. We're just looking now, or I'm I'm just looking now for where is the the pullback consolidation. Where do you get in? <laughs> you know, this might have just have to close your eyes and buy. <laughs> Oh yeah, you should close your eyes, buy some puts, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I've been meaning to talk about that for like the last three weeks, and I keep bumping it back for other stuff, and we keep going long. And I was like, no, I'm talking about it today. Well, yeah, it was, it was on my list too. I was like, okay, we definitely have to talk about this one. Well, those are the best ones when they both hit our attention, right? Yeah. I guess we know what your bet pick is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we got any earnings, Kyle? Uh, I got a couple. It's not song worthy. Uh, Tuesday, we've got Salesforce. On the first, we've got Snowflake and Crowd. Uh, let's see. The second, we got Dollar Generator, Dollar General, not Dollar Generator, <laughs> Dollar General, <laughs> DocuSign, and Kroger. And then that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. I guess uh, finally, earnings season's coming to end, and then we'll have a week, and it'll be the next earnings season. Mm hmm. I almost brought up Kroger because somebody posted a good story or a good uh, analysis on it in the Discord, but I didn't want to steal his thunder. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you want to check out that Kroger analysis, got to hop on the Discord. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, it's time to talk about some crypto. Yeah, I think so. All right. All right. All right. All right. Look at the news. What do you see? The cult of cryptocurrency. got the one story that really excites me other than oh yeah crypto tanked with the market friday as well yeah you know it's funny too with other than tank and biden was uh he, he came out and said he's not concerned so biden's not concerned everybody don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he learned nothing from trump's tweets you gotta you gotta <laughs> tweet an action one way or the other well you gotta tweet that it's great it's the best economy in the world it's the best economy yeah, the world yeah. has ever seen <laughs> It's amazing. It's the, the greatest. <laughs> it's the it's greatest. amazing. <laughs> um, okay. Do you know who Mike Novogratz is? Apparently, he's a big Bitcoin bull. No, no. And he is concerned about Jerome Powell's second Fed study. He thinks that uh, that could bring pain for crypto prices. And I believe... Oh, the tapering? No, I don't think it's the tapering necessarily. I think it is more just about... 
like Powell was picked, I think, because he had some kind of history with cryptos, right? Yeah, some sort of understanding, yeah. Yeah, so I think that it's more concerned that he's going to try to get some more shit done to try to regulate crypto. And anything that gets regulation going on crypto, is, I think, is going to be bearish for it. it. has to be, right? It's the whole point of crypto is that right. it, you know, sidesteps all that shit. But mm-hmm. Powell did get nominated by Biden to serve for a second term earlier this week, so... Yeah, could be uh, could be some tougher times coming up for Bitcoin. Bitcoin might have to compete with BitDollar. <laughs> uh, Novogratz did yeah. also, however, say that he predicted Bitcoin to be a hundred thousand by the end of the year, and he was definitely not right on that. So you know, take that with a grain of salt. It's easy to make predictions. Hey, if it doesn't work out, you just say, <laughs> "Ah, well, this is what I mean now." I'm I'm just an analyst. Let me revise yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there's still 30, 35 days left, so let's see. We'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. See what happens. I uh, I was most intrigued by the news that Norway is backing up Swedish regulators' initiatives to halt the mining of cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin. Oh shit! We had another one that jumped in. Sweden and Norway are both recommending to the EU that they halt the mining of cryptocurrencies including bitcoin huh so wow if that happens what do you think that's gonna do uh i don't think it's gonna go away well i mean we kind of talked about the effect of like china banning everybody and uh god was that with edmund from d chain they just moved right well they moved for one but two it was like banning like you know usb like the old usb ports like not as much people are into that as anymore i guess i think is what he's trying to say it's like bitcoin is becoming like kind of obsolete or at least the mining of it like are they banning all crypto or just bitcoin all cryptos basically they want to ban proof of work mining Mm -hmm. yeah i see that i think uh, is a bigger deal uh yeah because it's not environmentally uh, sound it's Mm -hmm. not environmentally sound uh uh, thing but you know what they they i was just said what if they used uh, you know like uh, green energy to, to run it then is that okay that's a good question. I don't know. I would think so. I mean, because... Uh, but in, in terms of the strict, it's using energy for nothing. Right. If we're getting that energy from fossil fuels and things that are damaging the environment, then it is inherently bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the proof of work is inherently bad if the work is just busy work. Right. You know, I, I've been very vocal about that. Uh, one of the things I do like that came out of this was they do support the proof of stake, like the Chia uh huh okay farming they call instead of proving that you ran a a gpu doing this algorithm for this amount of time it's you prove you've got this much hard drive space online and able to to be farmed and uh uh, that that becomes your your stake in the chain of if you get awarded chia Mm -hmm. you replace it with uh, hard drive space Hmm. i still don't understand it Uh, (laughs) i'm trying guys i really am (laughs) let me let me let me try and break it down as it looks like bad news for crypto coming out of europe yeah uh, yeah i think that is a safe assumption it just doesn't look i don't know everything looks just kind of rough for crypto in general drum powell and then you know a bunch of other organizations fighting over who has control to regulate it and if Powell gets another mm-hmm. run at it, then that means that fight is going to continue. And, you know, everyone's just wow. waiting for the regulations to happen now at this point, right? Wild West is ending. Yeah. Getting civilized. Yeah, but, I mean, the Wild West, well, you know, it sounds romantic and all that. Uh, do you really want to live in a time when you can just be shot on the street for no reason? No. No, I don't. I, I enjoy civilization. That's why I don't live in Chicago. Oh, thank you. There's a lot of places I don't live. It's why I, why I want to move to Scotland. There you go. <laughs> There's no streets. No streets. <laughs> right? Uh, draw, motherfucker. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, Kyle, I took the week off. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah it's right. You still made a couple trades, though. And I... So... Yeah, my my good of the week uh, is I bought Capital One calls with very good timing. Did you sell them uh, with just as good timing? Yeah, so I I bought them uh, on the, one Monday. I bought one hundred fifty five dollar calls at a dollar thirty a piece. Oh, you did sell? Okay, yeah. Then Tuesday I sold them 
uh, for $2.09 a piece. And yeah. I definitely had more than one. So that was great. And then I was watching for a pullback and a consolidation to get back in mm -hmm. on the 157.50s. But it, it like kept topping, right? And, right. and I was like, I feel like this is a reversal. All this shit I'm watching on futures and shit, I felt like I was watching a reversal. Right. Like every time it would pop down from the top, the, the volume was going up on like the five minute level. Mm -hmm. So I, I bought, and that leads me to my bad, I bought some puts on Capital One. Uh, I, I bought a single. Put, yeah, I should say of $155 put expiring uh, last Friday, the 26th. Today. I bought it for $1.45. I sold it for 73 cents. And then today happened. Yeah, you would have done. <laughs> yeah, you would have done pretty good. The thing would have been worth like, would have been worth like seven dollars, man. <laughs> oh, well. oh, oh well. Yeah, shit happens. <laughs> what was what was your good and bad? Um, my good, I think, was finally taking profit on LYV Live Nation. Um, I got it kept like having trouble breaking. 112 and like staying below 112 so i mean i sold off most of the rest of my calls for a smaller profit like i think i bought them at 410 average and then i sold a batch at 550 and then i sold the most of the rest of them at 460 and then i kept a single runner just to see you know kind of what happened what if uh and then friday happened mm. and <laughs> i was able to sell that for nine dollars oh <laughs> and i pretty much got rid of that as soon as i could <laughs> it's like oh god damn it yes thank you i mean yeah i could have had more if i would have held on to those other ones longer but no i felt like i wanted to get paid when i should when i knew i had the opportunity to uh so oh, yeah i'm very happy with with the way that that worked out so that one i think was my good my bad uh is going back to that ge trade about the middle of the day when i saw that it looked like the bottom had stopped i think it made a slightly progressive it made a slightly higher low i think it did it a couple times actually um i went in and bought some hundred dollar calls on ge at three dollars and thirty cents and then about 10 minutes before the close i saw like shit this thing's already gone up two bucks uh, I need to like peel some of this off. I went to go sell half of them, you know, trying to get a dollar profit uh, on the calls. I tried to sell them at 4.30. But I didn't realize that the market was ending. I didn't realize it was 10 minutes to close. I thought I had at least another hour. Oh. <laughs> uh -oh. I knew it was closing at <laughs> 1, but I forgot that that meant 12 my time. <laughs> so I missed my chance to dump those. Uh, I just saw the market stop moving like when it was like right about to get filled. And if I realized that, I would have dropped the price a little bit to make sure that I got paid on those yeah 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 so now i'm stuck you know waiting to see with the full position when i could have you know taken a little bit of peeled some of it off and i did not uh, so my good was getting paid my bad was not getting paid <laughs> <laughs> kind of a theme wow mine mine too uh i didn't really have an ugly this week i didn't do enough to get an ugly yeah i mean i kind of i i think i have to kind of do the same thing you did though i need to separate all the rest of the noise uh, when it comes to my trading futures, I need to stop sitting in and listening on the calls. I don't, I don't want to take like a whole week off, but uh, I definitely feel like having too much other outside influences is affecting my trading. Yeah, and, and if, you know what? I would say listen to the call, but like a couple minutes for the before the bell rings, get off the call for the live trading. Yeah, but I listen feel, for the prep. I feel guilty when I do that. Like, if George doesn't get my vote, then he, you know, screws up his bonus. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, Sorry. you can always hop back on the call. I know, right? They they uh, usually end it at the same time every day. Right? That's a stupid reason. I don't need to be worrying about George's getting paid. I need to worry about me getting paid. You know, that's a re that's what I should have said to you. If mm -hmm. I was a, a good good friend and co-host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. But uh, I don't know. The more I think about, I was chatting a little bit with uh, Joel on the Discord about this because he kind of made the same thing. I think we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I think listening to the call is learning opportunity. But if you're doing learning opportunities, you're not trading. You shouldn't be trading. So if if I'm live trading, then it needs to be me. If I'm yeah. If I want to do some more sim and practice and learn, then that's what that call is for. That's the opportunity. Right. Learn. I and I and I feel like uh, it's not a detriment if I'm talking to you, or even if Joel were to get on the microphone because we're all at the same level right right yeah so so if you say a thing like it you have to give me the reasons before i'm like oh no kyle's fucking right about that i didn't see that yeah and it's not uh, not like oh george says 
he wants to go short. Well, I wanted to go long. Now, now I'll go short too. But you don't know when he went short. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you don't know why either. Yeah, yeah. The guy with twenty years, it intimidates and exactly. it gets you out of your own process. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't intimidate anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if I'm intimidating you, uh, that's on you. I, yeah. I really <laughs> not here to intimidate anybody. Yeah, I lose a lot of money. I've been very open about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, all right. Yeah. Are we? I think it's time for a bet. <sighs> we ready to make a new bet? I think so. Well, you um, go first. I get to break tradition. Goddamn tradition. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it should come as no surprise that I'm going to take GE with a stop loss at 93.50. GE with a stop loss at 92.50. 93.50. 93.50. I want to be about, that puts me about 75 cents below the lowest tail. Although, to be honest, I don't really think it should drop below. Like, it really should just go straight up from this point if I really want it, but mm. I don't know. I'll go ahead and keep it there. I think I do want to take half profit, though, at 101.50. God, can I short GE? You can. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I might as well get I'm not- double, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It would, one of us would make a break. No, I, okay, believe it or not, I, uh, I definitely want to short something, and I've got so many options right here. <laughs> like, I, I want to short Disney, but also that uh, that REIT, Pennsylvania Real Estate Investment Trust, yeah. that Shano likes to trade. I kind of want to short that. What was it? P-E-I or P-I-E? P-E-I. P-E-I. Uh, oh, I got this on the one hour. Flip it to the daily. Yeah, I mean, that's what you should have done the first time. Yeah, right? Look yeah. at that sucker go. We're, lo- we're looking at a $2. If I'd bought $2 puts one month out, <laughs> big gangbusters. I think you'd do pretty well short in that. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I want to do. I want to put my stop up at, uh, I'm going to be. Uh, you don't want to stop. It's the last, last bet of the month. Oh, we're doing one more of the month. Okay. Well, then, then yeah. you're right. I don't want to stop. Well, I might want to stop and, and flip bias, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Let me put that. So the previous top, 137? I, yeah, I like, I'll make it an even 135. Yeah. All right. And we're, we're going we're gonna to let Cle- Cleveland Cliffs, we're going to let that ride? Yeah, I think we give it one more week. I think we give him a chance to not have to have a mustache. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, uh. I'm ready to not have a mustache already, Kyle. I'll tell you what. I know, me too. <laughs> it's getting in my <laughs> so food. It's thing. itching my lip. Uh, oh, so which was worse? Would you rather have the mustache again or eat those wings again? Eat the wings. Yeah. Eat the wings. <laughs> eat the wings is over pretty quick. Mustache. This is an ongoing thing affecting all parts of my life oh, and the worst part is you forget about it too mm-hmm. until you're like out in public you're like oh god mm-hmm. i have a mustache yeah <laughs> i went to go pick up pizza and i was like oh god damn it i forgot about this no wonder why everyone's smiling at me weird it's like a serial killer i was uh, i was complaining <laughs> about my mustache to two older ladies of the magnum pi generation and they were like it looks so good I'm like oh oh really <laughs> No, it doesn't. You just like Tom Selleck. Anyway, all right, uh, folks, I think we made it here. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. We are at the end of the show. Uh, remember, please, if you did have a good time here in the China shop and you learned a few things, uh, let some folks know. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's grow the shop a little bigger. Uh, we, we just love new, new people. Yeah. The more, the merrier. If you hated it, let us know, too. Yeah, let us know what we can do better, what, what we're really, really sucking at. Trust me, I love criticism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry, Kyle, if they say mean things. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, definitely let us know. <laughs> we we want to get better. Criticism is great for that. Uh, stick around uh, next week. We got some great shows coming up. And uh, in one week, we'll be back at you with uh, the results of November's bet. 
and I've got some delicious consequences cooking up if my lead holds. Uh, I don't know. You went long GE, and I, I'm not with you on that one. So I'm looking forward to see what happens next week. Uh, I'm just I'm just looking to fill that gap. I'm, I'm, I want to be in and out quick. In and out quick, like a bunny. <laughs> All right, folks. Until next yep. time, happy trades. All right, bye. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades. Hopefully this is the last time you hear this ad, because with Chime Checking Account, features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com goals 24. That's chime.com goals 24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details.